Now I love it that when they call me grumpy. Welcome to the Disaster Dads, episode number 26. This is a special episode. You know, we don't bring a lot of guests on, um, but uh, we're really excited to have uh, Disaster Rob and Disaster Grandpa Bob joining us. <laughs> and that's, and myself. And you've got the whole podcast right there. Uh, right. I think we've scared the the uh, the regular guys away. Uh, so as they're listening to this, you know, it is just an easy, quick phone call in. You know, it's easy to do. You may be out in the middle of nowhere on some island enjoying a beach with your family, but you're missing out on the good times with your true family on Skype right now. That's all I have to say. Yeah, most of the show is uh, on travel with a couple people up on Cape Cod. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually in Philadelphia, which is how I convinced uh, Grand Bob here uh, to come on. And I appreciate it very much that he's been willing to do this and uh, (laughs) he can ridicule us uh, for the rest of the time, which he's no doubt going to do um so we're we're thrilled that he's willing to do this we're actually very excited because it's going to start a trend that i think i think we need to do at least a once a once a quarter or something where we bring on one of our family members so you know if i can get my mom to skype in to do an episode uh i think that would be fun so after this all came together i was like you know this could be something this could be a real thing um because uh, we want to have one where the disaster moms get together and do an episode if we can get that together. So I think there's there are many iterations that we can go with here. So you are the first. Wow, that's the same. <laughs> yeah. I've never been first at anything. Uh, and I'm just, I'm feeling the love. It's all here. And I know that he listens to every episode. Longtime listener, friend of the pod. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> Because we when only have you... a, we only have about six listeners. One of them sends us an email every other episode, and uh, the rest I think are all family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think all the wives listen to us. Oh, I know they don't. I know mine doesn't. They don't listen to the podcast either. Oh, slick! <laughs> I missed that. I was so focused on the podcast that you slipped. That was good. <laughs> now your wife is going to listen to this episode, and you're going to get in lots of trouble. That uh, will see. <laughs> I'm going to throw him under the bus. I'll tell her. <laughs> Isn't that the job of every grandparent? Spoil the children and then throw your throw your children under the bus because yeah. it's payback? Yes, it is. Yeah. You also look for better anyway. Yeah. Well, yes, when, when we all kind of do. He, he, he fell down a ladder. He <laughs> fell up the ladder. <laughs> he was on top of the ladder. And now the kids are on top of her. So they're going down to prestige. Yeah. As long as we have a, a solid ladder with, uh, you know, excellent people above us, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of falling down any ladders, any good stories of Disaster Rob from his childhood that you want to share? Like, you know, um, things that, you know, things that have been part of the family secrets and the family, <laughs> you know, skeleton closet for a while. You know, you had avoiding disasters or actually disasters. Oh, either are either either, either work. Well, yeah. I think no, my mom has more avoiding disasters. Either or. Well, we had some trips that didn't end up in disaster, but we were risking catastrophe as we were doing them. <laughs> Our clampet trips in the truck. Yeah. I had an old pickup truck that we used to load up the back with 
sleeping bags and chairs and luggage and they only fit two people in the cab, so the rest of them had a ride in the back. At you know, as any it, good trip it, should be. It, yeah, the, the pickup truck did have a cap on it, so oh okay, you weren't open air. Yeah, you didn't get wet if it rained. <laughs> okay, that's good. I've done it. Well, we should probably go into that a little bit more, but I've done a few of those trips. Except mine were always like hunting trips, where like the adults got to s- squeeze in the front, and so the the kids or their first time first timers got in the back with the animal after you've loaded it up, and so right. you always wanted to figure out. Do I know this road, and do I know which way stuff is going to slosh so that I can get out of the way? Those are the kind of, yeah. I've got. If I ever did therapy, I've got someone's like retirement fund ready to go. I'm sure there's something in there. Um, but well, so since you mentioned it, you did mention trips and stuff. And uh, as a longtime listener, you know that we have talked about uh, organizing trips and going on that. And actually, you all you just participated in the. Uh, uh, the great disaster robbed uh, Disney uh, adventure of 2017. Right. Um, so you you saw firsthand how that went uh, in a very broad sense, and then we can maybe mishmash into some of the smaller pieces. What's a big difference from a 2017 extended family trip to a 1987 extended family trip or 1977 extended family trip, whatever, however far back you want to go? Uh, well, what the, the the huge difference is getting <laughs> through the airport. Yeah, we didn't have that problem in the eighties. You, you drove up, you parked outside, you walked in and got on a plane. Yeah. Now it, it's just you know takes a day and a half to park. Yeah. Uh, or get to the airport and then getting through the airport. We we as, as kids, you know, they carried their luggage, we carried ours. Nobody asked you, you know, who packed your suitcase for you. It was just, I don't think it was any safer. It was just easier. Yeah. I mean, do, do you think, you know, back in the day, did you really think about what you were putting in the luggage? Or you just grabbed, you know, the stuff that you thought you would need and, and you just go from there? Because, I mean, I know now you have to be strategic about what bag has what because you won't get access to this bag during this time and, and all that kind of stuff. And well, you, you did think about it a little bit. The stuff, the bags that were going to be checked, you didn't want to put the snacks in that bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it wasn't. It wasn't to the extent it is now, obviously. But you did think a little bit about it. It wasn't, and it wasn't a big deal if it did happen. It wasn't a concern. Yeah. Where it was like, oh my goodness, you know, we got to turn around. You know, turn the plane around. We forgot our peanut butter crackers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now there was the thought was there. But it wasn't the first thing you thought of. Yeah, it was probably it was way down the list of priorities. Um, you know what you put in your bag and whether you needed it, when you were going to need it, how you were going to access it. You now you, you put what bottles of water or you know you put band aids in your in, in mom's pocketbook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is the the transportation geek in me wants to ask like when you were traveling with the kids. Um, were there any special, I mean, I know the eighties, it was, you know, a little different when it was flying. Were there any sp- special precautions or did they say, you know, if the kids were, um, uh, cause, cause, uh, the youngest, he was, he was, he a little kid in the eighties, your brother. Yeah. My brother was born in 80 and the, I think the first trip yeah. we took was what? Two or two maybe or three. three. We, we did fly yeah. to Florida um, you know, in 82 or 83. Yeah. I mean, so did you even and, think like back in that, did you even think about trying to lug a car seat onto 
the no, plane to put we, them in or anything like that? No, the car seats back then weren't nearly what they are now. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't carry strollers on the plane. We didn't think about how we were going to get the kids around and carry them. Yeah. yeah. And I don't uh, think we needed any kind of car seat or special. It was just whatever I mean, you sat in the seat or on your lap in the airplane. Yeah. By that time, Rob was in a car, in it, just in a regular seat with a belt. Um, trying to think of, of what you would recognize as a car seat from the 80s. It, you know, <laughs> it had a plastic strap on it that you clipped together. An apple cart with like some Velcro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. You, know, you didn't have the shoulder harness or, 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 yeah. the, or the seat belt clasp. It was a plastic strap that you loop through the hole and pull tight. Yeah. I've actually I've <laughs> wanted to do a, a, a work project where I, I get a hold of car seats from the 60s 70s 80s 90s like kind of do i know some of the companies have it but i want to showcase it because i've seen ones from the 70s where it was like just a metal hook that went over the bench seat and it was a almost a rope that just got tied around someone's belt and and that was it i mean you know they just it just kind of slipped on there and you could pull that off and then put it into the shopping cart or whatever you needed because it just slipped in perfectly yeah that's what that's all they were yeah. Plastic shells with you know half inch of foam padding in them, right? And you use, use the, uh, the car seat belt, the the lap belt in the back seat of the car. I mean, there was no the, yeah, there the was lap no belt. lap system or anything. So, yeah, but but as far as I mean, that was so yeah, we didn't need a car seat with us when we flew when we were younger, um, and then the, the our family road trips didn't come till when I was later in grade school. Scott and I were older when we did those. Yeah. Um, from your perspective, Bob, what was easier, car trips or plane trips? Oh, car trips. Yeah. Car trips are so much easier. Uh, I'm not sure why. It was just less stressful. Yeah. So, yeah I, the fact that, you know, they'd love to be driven around. I didn't mind driving them. helped. Didn't matter where we were going. Yeah. What Plus, was, he had fun reading the map and giving me directions. Yeah. Oh, nice. First off, what was the car of choice for those car trips? What were you, what were you guys driving then? We had a couple different ones. Most of them, did we have the blue Oldsmobile? I think we had a eighty late eighties, late eighties uh, Oldsmobile with the Cutlass. Cutlass. Yeah, big okay. four door sedan. Yeah. That and after that, the the pickup truck. Yeah. You know that we got. Uh, I think Rob might have been in high school by then. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a different different kind of travel when you're in high school. Yeah. Um, but, again, with, with traveling then, like, you know, Frank, when he made his way up to Cape, was talking about, complaining about how Waze, the, the Google yeah. Maps app, sent him one way to avoid the Beltway out of D.C., and he ended up in bumper-to-bumper traffic for hours on end. A way that I, mean, I never would have gone to go to where he was yeah. going. Sorry, Frank. But, I'm just, that one, that one you ignore Waze on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Google Maps didn't exist. It was Rand McNally Maps. Yeah. And and if we had traffic, I mean, that was that was it. There was no there was no real yeah. warning other than radio traffic. announcements or, uh, yeah. you know, the flashing signs on the highway. Well, see, I remember um, I remember we were AAA members. So you go to AAA and you give them the route that you're going for and they would print out a like a kind of a turn by turn like that was. That was the benefit of AAA back in those. Not only just the insurance and all that kind of stuff, but it was you got the the you know turn by turn kind of directions to get where you're going. Then you'd match that up and onto your Rand McNally map to make sure it all went well. Like one of the, my one of my 
favorite trips we ever took was the family went to Canada to Edmonton. And so from Montana, it's like driving from DC to Florida almost. I mean, it's, you know, same kind of distance ish, but I got to navigate as a, whatever, 12 year old, 13 year old. And like, that was the coolest thing I could mark it down and I could map out. I had a little, uh, a little gauge that when I it was a one and a half inches, so I knew that that meant it was that was five hundred miles there. So I could like yeah. figure out about how long it was going to be. Like that's how the trips went. I even that's how I moved out to DC when I finished college because Google still didn't exist, right. and so like mapped out my trip on a huge wall map so I could figure out the major roads. But like as a kid, it kept me super entertained to be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, we had the AAA maps. I think you got those a couple times. We did get those a couple times, and we did use them for references. I yeah. always overruled them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rob was the, the navigator on the trip. And, and Scott Similar too. from, you know, the, you did, we saying? went from here to, to uh, Niagara Falls. Yeah. Went to Canada, Niagara Falls side in Canada. And we drove up through northern Pennsylvania and all through western New York. Now, and, now with those trips, like, now, you know, we can hit pinpoints thanks again to google maps yeah but i remember we would stop at like the corning glass factory or we went up to cape cod and we stopped in uh fall river it was a battleship museum like did triple a give you those hints or did you no i had heard of those places i had okay. been there when i was a kid yeah in fact the corning was plan b plan a was a place in northern pennsylvania grand canyon of pennsylvania right but the day we Wait. left, it was raining and foggy, so it was no sense going to a scenic overlook if you couldn't yeah. see anything. <laughs> so Plan B was Corning and indoors, the Corning Glass Warehouse I like it. Museum. Yeah. Now, uh, first off, the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania? Yes, yeah. in Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. Okay. I may there's have to look that one up. big horseshoe curve. Look it up. There's big horseshoe train <laughs> curve. And there's, there's a scenic <laughs> overlook and a campground. <laughs> That was his nickname. I think it, the nickname lasted six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Until they went to like the next town and found something bigger. And as it, so, yeah. the actual Grand Canyon is the last place that that person ever visited. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty lame name, but it was, you know, as a kid, it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Scott and I do remember most of the side trips along the road trip more, just as much as the destination we were going to for the week. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, we did a trip one time to to Disney, California. I don't remember. I'll, I'm sorry, Mom. I really don't remember much of Disney, California. I know that it was <laughs> that it happened and stuff. I because I was like probably fourth or fifth grade somewhere in there. But I vividly remember like some of the driving because this was my sister and I were still doing the. Uh, I bet you that car has air conditioning. I bet you that car has air conditioning. <laughs> like we were doing that, and then. Um, our hotel like that i think AAA again had set us up with was in vegas and first off when the family takes you to circus circus and shows you all the cool stuff there and then you drive off strip and continue to drive off strip to a hotel where the floor moves like <laughs> those are the things that i remember i don't actually remember much of the disney part and i i i know that it happened and i know that i have snippets of it but the other stuff was far more vivid the side trips so, so now here's the here's the Grand Bob challenge. Your next road trip, do without Google Maps and try and hit your side trips and and, and pinpoints without any internet help. There, oh, I there's the it. challenge. I could do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm talking about us. Yeah, I, let's we, let's see I, if the 
let's see if the cod twins are listening they can pull that off on their way home <laughs> i would i would love it if the cod twins could do that on their drives back um hey i don't know if they coordinated their trips up but i think they're only like a few blocks from each other they are they're, they are very, well i mean it's cape cods so i mean i don't think yeah. you can get too so, far apart from each other so just the fact they, that they, they did that be, i love they should be able to meet up for for lunch or something how old are their kids uh dan's kids are about the same age as kevin and katie and frank's kids are yeah frank's got the older sets he's his oldest is seven and i think his other one is five tell him to take six call him up and recommend they take the ferry over to martha's vineyard did we go nantucket or martha's vineyard we did go to martha's vineyard and have him walk around at cooktown with little kids that size that would get <laughs> So, so how far west does your knowledge go then, Bob? Like, where do you, where do you, where would you start running into things like the St. Louis Arch? Because you were there when they were building it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a teamster, so I actually drove the horses and the buggies there and delivered one of the stones. That's all I would fit on my wagon. Because you were the only one that knew how to get there. Because you dropped off Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Man, Sorry. you are asking for it. I know. I'll see him probably in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it'll be it'll be good times. I'll be in a it'll be a public environment. I'll be safe. I'll bring right. some. I'll find some uh, uh, some of the uh, um, ice cream, uh, Yingling ice cream, and we'll be good. <laughs> That'll work. I know my briberies. Yeah, I'm not as dumb as I look. Um, right. So, what were some of the farther trips that you all did as a family? As a family, driving trips, yeah. we went to uh, Cape Cod. <laughs> we did go up there, yep. Yeah. Uh, we did with Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Mention that. And uh, uh, we drove to Williamsburg, Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Went down to Bush Gardens. Yeah, those are the three big ones that yeah. we did. Did you do them a lot? Like, were some of them, like, you know, every couple of years you do the trip? or? Uh, we didn't really have a system. Yeah. It just, you know, whenever we felt like it. Yeah. Whenever we got the time and the money to do it, we did it. Yeah. Now, I guess I've never. uh, Where were your grandparents, Rob? Like, where did you did you guys drive to visit them? I actually don't know. Uh, No, my my grandmother lived with us in this house. Um, and yeah, all my uh, they were all the whole family is from Philadelphia, so we were all very in close proximity to each other. Um, but Dad's one of six, so it was a pretty massive sized family. Yeah. Um. And we only got together at Christmas time, and that's that's a whole other podcast to talk about the, the <laughs> Christmas parties. Over over the river and through the woods to Grandma's house was a ten minute trip. Yeah, nice. I'm kind of jealous of that. Yeah, because I was trying to think like all my major trips. Well, a lot of them were just family. Like Grandma and Grandpa were about five and a half six hours away, and that was still in state. And so it's like whenever we did go, on, it was a massive ordeal. Whenever you left the state, yeah. Like no, I think. For, massive, to, see my, to see my family, uh, my mom's uncle, aunt and uncle, live in central Jersey, and that was the longest trip, and that was about, what, an hour and a half or so? <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half. That <laughs> and, was and, the, yeah, the that furthest was, trip. That was that was the one out of state we had, we had to do. So and that, that was always a fun now. So. Uh, so did Mary do most of the planning and packing? Or, like, I mean, I know, I'm, like, did she have an idea, like, what kind of clothes are available? Because I know in, in in my relationship, Hillary knows all of the girls' clothes, and so can say with this one, this one, because the weather is going to be this, and go for that. I'd have to look through stuff, 
like I could probably pick something out, but it's a it's a crapshoot if it would actually be fitting or those kind of things. You know, was knowing knowing Mary, like would she already have that all done by the time you even asked? So where's the clothes? Oh yeah, she did all the packing. Yeah. Uh, the planning for the vacation was she picked out where we were going. I figured out how to get there. Uh, she did all the packing, and we made Scott and Rob do all the labor. <laughs> you should and, still use that model i think that, that that should still work yeah yeah mom would pack all the clothes the night before lunches whatever snacks we were taking for the trip yeah she'd stay up all night and i would go to sleep wake up early pack the car throw everybody in the car and they'd all go to sleep and i'd wake up when i got there because nice. we would leave it like yeah, six in the morning, even earlier in some cases. Uh, yeah, I mean, six in the morning was a, a late departure. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. one of those. You're one of those uh, fans as well of the early morning, like get on the road early. It depends on. It mostly depends on which way we were headed. Yeah. And if we were going if we, within a two hour radius, if we hit a major city with rush hour traffic, I want to be past that point before rush hour started. Yeah. And in, in that city, two hours away. <laughs> yeah. So if, when we went to Cape Cod, we had to go around New York, and that rush hour is from four in the morning till three in the morning. So there's no way, there's no yeah, way not to no travel around, around yeah. New York, right? But we would leave. That that was a five o'clock departure. Yeah, that was yeah. that was wake up, get in the car, bring your pillow, just go right back to sleep. Yeah, and that's yeah. that was why a lot of the packing was done days ahead. And yeah. With those trips, Scott and I were of the age that it was like you know. Mom would have the clothes either laid out and the suitcase in the room was just like everything goes in and whatever else you want. And, you know, we would be responsible for the books or the, the Walkman, the Game Boy, whatever music we were bringing in our headphones. Um, so that was our deal. Game Boy. Then, yeah, you were already in high school by the time the Game Boy was out. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the later trip. So that was definitely <laughs> a lot of that was on me. So um, but everything was by the, the, you know, the front door ready to go out in the car. Yeah. I'd, I'd, 4.35 in the morning, and then I like it. we were the last ones in, and that was it. Yeah, and I, I joked around, it, you would have packed us in the car the night before if you could, and, just, yeah. and you would have slept in the- <laughs> Half the car, at least half the car was packed before I went to bed. Yeah. 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 Only the essentials were left inside, which was I mean, Rob, Scott, and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're vital, but sometimes you got to take their seat up with luggage. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. They sat on things. Yeah. <laughs> things sat on them. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's the way it should be. Uh, Rob, do you remember any of the games you used to play driving? Because uh, we always used to lose radio signal. Probably not the same thing on the East Coast, but all, there's stretches of trips where there would be no, not even some AM, because it would be like really crappy country or my parents were smart enough not to let us listen to talk radio. So it was always like I spy with my eye or something like that. Do you remember those kind of games? Oh, yeah. The, the big one, and I'm trying to get... I mean, the kids, my kids don't recognize it yet, but we did the license plate game. Um, or a lot of it was, you know, whoever had the maps. Yeah. You, know, you were you were map boy and you were navigating. And, and yeah, that's how we all learned how to use maps. But uh, I don't remember too many of the games. And like I said, as we got older, we brought the Game Boy. And it was just Scott had one and I had the other. And it was just cartridges. And depending on how long the trip was, there was an extra stash of batteries between us. <laughs> and a basket or in your bag. <laughs> Um, and you just rolled in a lot of it, you know, we would sit in the back with headphones. Yeah. If we weren't in the front seat, you know, sometimes we would 
do the Chinese fire drill and mom would take a nap in the back with whatever kid and uh, you keep rolling. Who uh, who was who's the car sick one? Was it you or No, thank you. No, no one. No, no oh, we see. That was me. I always got put in the front seat on certain roads because I would just drop a dime on any sort of curve and I would throw up. And I, I had the I had the back seat in the caravan, so that was always. So I do remember vividly like certain passes they tried once and I did not survive. I remember no. the next time I got to sit in the front, so that was always yep. nice. <laughs> now we were fortunate; we never had that issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On yeah. any trip. We uh, we were lucky. Nobody ever got sick or ill or food poisoning. No, yeah, yeah, everything went according to plan. Yeah. Speaking of food poisoning, was there a restaurant you always tried to hit, like like the chain? Like you knew that the boys would always find food to eat at this place, so you'd always try to do the Denny's for this or whatever. I mean, I think we always ate pretty much anything. To re- hey, yeah, we didn't have a favorite, but it had to be something we heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was mom's idea. We we. Weren't all, not that we weren't allowed. We didn't try the local cuisine. We, we had to find a national chain to eat at. Yeah. Yeah. But but when we were in our destination, you know, Niagara Falls or Williamsburg, wherever, we did go to the local, you know, the right. right. busy once, local places. Once you got to where we were going, if the place was crowded, we figured it was okay. Yeah. yeah. But but no shady places off, off 95 or anything like that. Yeah. Well, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ours was Perkins. Because you could always exactly. find a Perkins like close to the highway, wherever you were going. You knew that it would at least be suitable. Yeah. Well, Cracker Barrel's like that. Cracker yeah. Barrel, I built a place half a mile from, more than a half a mile from an interstate. Yeah. Did you read about the, coming to more modern times, read about the couple that have visited 644 of the 645 yeah, they, Cracker Barrels? Yeah, it's a retired couple in an RV and they're yeah. hitting all the Cracker Barrels. I think they, what do they have, like, 15 or 20 left. I mean, there, I didn't even think close. it was that many. I thought it was like one or two. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I, yeah, I did see the story, but that's, I don't know. Cracker Barrel seems like an interesting, that's an interesting des- destination to pick out. Well, it's got and a you, little you, bit of everything. It's like a Walmart with a restaurant with better yeah. food. Cause you well, can I, buy whatever I, you want. Jen has a, Jen has friends that live in South Carolina and the husband is a, mountain boy from south carolina and he referred to it as just country clutter because it's yeah i mean yeah. it is every terrible stereotype you want to yeah <laughs> so but the food is okay the food is good it's like good, i yeah. i think in like you know in my new you know dad mindset or whatever okay this place will have a high chair that'll deal with my kid i don't have to feel guilty about there being more floor or more um, food underneath the table than that was actually on the table like we're still in that phase like yeah most of that food was there before you showed up, too. So <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just recycle and repurpose. They sweep it right. up, and it's just, you know, it's like glass. They just melt it down again and put it in the cheese right. sauce. Right. Isn't, that, isn't that how it works? Put breading on it, put it in deep fryer. It doesn't matter what it was. Right. Anything could be deep fried. <laughs> gotta, gotta love that. That's a great Southern yeah. invention. Um, so, uh, so the car rides, did you have to like negotiate any uh detente between the boys in the back seat or did they get along pre Game Boy days? Uh they mostly got along. Uh I don't remember anything specific. Yeah. Um we did have to change map boys a couple times just to give it each someone one of them got a you chance. lost. Oh okay. No just yeah. give each one of them a chance. 
And uh, you know, if you made if you, if you made me make a wrong turn, it, you know, it wasn't my fault. It had to be Matt Boy's fault. Then yeah, we switched. <laughs> yeah, you, you were you didn't make the vacation. You were left at the rest stop. <laughs> yeah. I could. That's a that's a solid threat because yeah. normally yeah. when you don't notice that you made the wrong turn for many many miles, right? Well, we would go off road every once in a while off the main road. Yeah. Uh, I tell them to find a road. Like the maps, all ninety five was red. I said find a black road that parallels, and they would do yeah. it. Yeah. We would try it. Never strayed that far off the road. You never. But you the, never. Uh, no one ever chose a. I think I found a shortcut and find out. That road is there when the map was made, but no longer exists. Right. Yeah. Now we never had that issue, and like, yeah, they were both pretty good uh, as far as uh, getting along with each other for the long trips. Yeah. Uh, they each had their own thing. Um, they shared a few things, but there was enough of it to uh, spread the time out so that yeah. they they each had the fair amount of time with whatever they wanted. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we ever got the threat of I'll turn this car around or the or, you know the arm coming back and swinging at us or yeah. anything. Man, you guys are too too well rehearsed. That you need you need to get pulled over and uh, put out and told to walk in front of the car for a while. <laughs> or uh, what's my one that I vivid? Now this is again one of those childhood ones where I actually never have had it verified by anyone, and I don't want to because it's just been built up in my mind so much and i kind of like it it was a trip to utah and in the in the middle of a swarm of mormon crickets and in my mind they were the size of a football i know they're big but i don't think they're football big but we're in a swarm and it was like a locust coming through i mean just everywhere and i remember my sister and i were arguing so badly and uh this car stopped Father got out, opened the side door, and just yanked us out, and then closed the door and got back in and waited till we figured it out. Now it probably wasn't that bad, but that's how I remember it, and I remember oh. straightening up very quickly because we were being swarmed by Mormon crickets. Yeah, it was like the plagues come again, and apparently that happens quite often in Utah. It's just swarms of Mormon right. crickets, but nothing like that. I gotta take it. you guys are no, much, much more well behaved. Yeah, they were well behaved, but if we had a situation like that, I'd have threw somebody out just for the fun of it. <laughs> and and they would remember, it, and then they'd say, "Next time, it's somebody else's turn." Right. Yeah. No. Um, it's it's one of those things where I think, you know, the Denny's map of trips. Like you're right, Rob. We should try. Like the dads should each organize a trip where they don't use Google, and just get it out. An old school map. Try to you know yeah. probably have to order it off of Amazon so we could get it. I have one. Yeah, he's got. It. <laughs> but he's not lending it out. <laughs> rent it now. They don't lend it right. out. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to a meeting that will have them. They normally AAA normally hands out like the the 14 by whatever like the huge huge maps. I'll see if I can get a book a couple of them. We'll or I'll try to organize a trip and then get the Denny's you know placemat that has Denny, you know, Denny's large, or Cracker Barrel maps. Yeah, the largest ball yeah. of twine and wherever. Like, try to try to map out a trip that yeah. way. That's that, and that's the other way we were spoiled because I don't think you ever had the the paper fold out maps. You always had the nice, you know, bounded atlas. So yeah. you know, one state per page, and you you had to you had to flip back and forth, and you know, with with dad being a, a truck driver so long, I me. Mean, Scott and I took an interest in where he would go and, you know, even though it was local, but, yeah. you know, he, he just had to read maps. So like he said, you know, 95 is this color, find this. And we did, we did know, thanks to them explaining everything. And, you know, 
mile markers and, and that all that good stuff. Yeah. They did probably read a map. I think I mean I think it's a pretty vital skill. And and both of them called me a couple times. They would say, Dad, you passed your exit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say, No, I am just going for the more scenic exit that I heard of and then right, gets right. you Yeah. Uh, I did try that. I got away with it once or twice, but invariably I would have to turn around and go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, many people don't understand that. Yes, it's frowned upon if you take those highway cut-throughs, but it's not necessarily illegal. Right, yeah. So, you know, oh, well, actually, yeah, now that you make that face, okay, maybe it probably is illegal. But Now it is. Maybe back then it was, but now <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, because I, I remember using those a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Even even to like, visit my hometown, I left for college, and they redid an exit, and I missed it. Like, just go home. I The road I drove, you know, 622 times a year. I missed the exit and had to wait for one of those cutarounds. I felt really guilty about it. Yeah. Like I should know how to get home. It's the one exit. Most sure of the interstate, the next exit is a turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's again the whole West Coast East Coast thing. Out west, the next exit is you know. Oh right, you're hundred miles away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, that does make a difference out there. Could be a little different. But um, no. Uh, no train or uh, uh, bus trips as youngsters. Um, no, mom frowned upon the bus trips. Yeah, I, I actually, I think you know we should get my mom in here because she was on this trip. Um, we would go down to the Jersey Shore, down to shore uh, with you know, me, Scott, mom, and my and my grandmother. And I think there was one year where my grandmother did lobby and and plan off a bus trip, and we never did it again. Oh yeah. Uh, we, we were on a bus from here, from Philadelphia, to somewhere in Jersey, and then had to transfer. And when my grandmother planned the trip, there there was no mention of a transfer. And so that was we, – we never did the bus again. Yeah. So. The logistics of that. And, just... and again, may, maybe, you know, like your story, maybe I'm embellishing in my mind. Maybe it was, you know, more elaborate than I rem- – or less elaborate yeah. than I remember. <laughs> but but all that matters is that's what you remember, and that's yeah. how it frames your, your – thoughts about it now going in the future right like a motor coach nowadays picking them up like in chinatown to chinatown those kind of things yeah no that's uh, just no no and now doing my day job and knowing what goes on with those bus systems yeah no <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> not gonna do it not no. gonna do it yeah but no i never did uh, we did one train trip as a kid though and that was fun, and I wish there'd be more opportunities for train trips, like like long distance train trips. I mean, yeah. I know you can do. I'm trying to convince Hillary to maybe do this when we do the Dis- Florida Disney is to get on the uh, auto car, the auto train, auto train, and and ride that down. Yeah, um, I'm not exactly winning that, or even like I don't even think it's really a competition. So, but I'm still going to try. But I think that would be fun to take the train down. You you might DC to Chicago might be the easier. Yeah, your trip to lobby for. I think that's. I think that's one overnight. What is what is Hillary's argument against? The logistics and just it's just having the kids on the in length of time. You know how long it would take versus all that other. You know you could just take it, take a plane. Yeah, it's a little more painful. Shorter time frame. You get there and Disney then swoops you out into their loving arms and you don't right. have to do right. much else. Yeah. Because yeah, and then I you know. Anytime that you have to drive your own vehicle in foreign territory is always always seems to go not smoothly for me. 
Florida is Florida uh, is foreign country. Yeah. But what's the auto train? I think that's that might be a two day trip. I think so, something like that. And it and it doesn't go into like Orlando. It goes like just outside of, so you have to then. It is a drive from wherever the auto train lets you off yeah. to Disney. Um, but we're fortunate where it's a you know twenty five minute ride down to the auto train station. I think you have to get there two hours at a time. But yeah, you know, we're 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 fortunate with it being close by. Um, but yeah, yeah. D- Disney. I would just. Especially after we just went with, you come off the plane, you get on Disney's bus, and and that's yeah. it. Um, I would, I would lobby that faster than the train. Uh, any trips like that, Bob? When the the boys are younger, where it was just like simple, you just got there and somebody swooped you up. Uh, someone uh, not someone not family swooping you up. The the two Disney trips we went on when they were kids, they they did that forever. They've yeah. always done. Well, that's actually that's interesting. Yeah. So compared Disney with with the boys to Disney with the whole crew is that was were they kind of similar? Just more updated and modern type of thing. More updated and modern, but the service was exactly the same. Yeah. The the people treated you just as well. Yeah. It was just more a newer bus that they picked <laughs> up at the airport. Yeah. The radio was louder. Yeah. <laughs> You could watch TV on the bus, whereas before you just had the you know uh, a speaker with a loudspeaker with music playing. Yeah. But you know, the service is exactly the same, just newer equipment, uh, updated technology. But the, the the people on the service, it's been that way forever at Disney. Yeah. That's kind of cool to hear. I mean, to you know, so they're consistent. Yeah, that they they've you know found their their uh, whatever their stride fairly early in life and have kept it so that's kind of cool yeah so yeah i'll have to but other than that all the other trips we we did everything on our own yeah yeah i want to do a big road trip with my kids like that was i mean we didn't fly a lot uh growing up road trips are the thing so i'd like to try to do it the outer yeah. bank so far is about as far as we've gone driving with the kids and you know i don't yeah. know if i could survive much further we we did we did Chicago last fall and we just did Boston two weeks ago, and I mean Chicago. Thankfully, mom and dad came with us. We were all packed into a big caravan, big uh, minivan. Yeah. Uh, so so that was like oxymoron. That is oxymoron. A big minivan. That is an oxymoron. We did call it the big white whale, though. We did. So it was a pretty massive massive van, uh, from my perspective. Um, but that was fortunate having you guys there with the kids to, um, and help drive. And you now that was, we stopped in Ohio and one night went to yeah. Chicago the next. So, uh, the kids enjoyed that. They still talk about it and not as much as they talk about Boston, but that was another good trip. Well, that's more recent. Yeah. yeah. One suggestion for long road trips with kids, get them out of diapers first. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, Yeah. I'm trying to like we've not had a regression, but you know, you have the random accident or whatever. So maybe get them out of diapers and then, you know, six months without any sort of uh, right uh, hiccup. Right. I guess what I was say. Uh, motels or hotels back in the day. Um, what did we do? Um, and for motel. those listening that don't know, in my description, motel is where you drive up to the door of where you're staying. Hotel is where you like have to go in and like. 
up an there's, elevator there's and down potential the potential for room service, yeah. So yeah. mostly uh well we were kinda of have I remember Days In was was a big one. I think the I think Days In was Williamsburg. Um yeah, the shore was the, mostly the, the Jersey Shore were motels because that's yeah. all there is. There. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but but the three big road trips were you know the mid range days in style holiday and right. Style, so. Niagara Falls definitely a hotel. Yeah, we were promised a uh, scenic view of the falls when we booked the room, but apparently the the tree grew twenty feet by the time we got there. Three <laughs> weeks later, <laughs> I couldn't see the falls. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, you you didn't have uh, Google Maps to tell you that there's a tree there. So yeah, you right. actually—that's another fun thing to think about. Is like our parents, Rob, had to like call everyone to book all the hotels and stuff. If I have to right. talk to someone to book something, I feel like they're not somewhere I want to go these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you called your the, each hotel you wanted and got yeah. the got the rate, and yeah, there was no kayak or orbits or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, and I'm the opposite, Eric. If I can't talk to somebody, I'm not going. <laughs> right? He's still calling hotels yeah. one by one. <laughs> there's something to be said for that to make sure that they actually their website is not just a bunch of fluff and there's actually someone on the other side. Right. And I don't want it to sound like Rob and I are a bunch of old fogies, but sometimes it feels like that. It's like, man, tech, you know, a vacation is still a vacation. You still have to do all that stuff. But there were a lot of extra steps that I don't even, I mean, as a kid, I never noticed. I never paid attention to, you know, to mom making those phone calls or making sure to get traveler's checks because, you know, there were no credit cards accepted at certain places and they didn't take, they didn't take checks and having to carry way too much cash to go into certain places because checks weren't accepted and credit cards were not like a big thing yet. Yeah. Or you actually had to walk into the bank, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And go into the bank, but because you did that, you got a lollipop. Right. <laughs> I used to have to. I used to have to walk by the bank to go to school every day, and so if I was early, even if I wasn't early, I could make a quick detour to go in, and the uh, the lady would give me a, a lollipop, a sucker, and then I'd get back out to walk to school. What's so like? I would start, you know, first essentially kindergarten through fourth grade with a, you know. Four days a week, at least, with a with a sucker in my mouth. With, with a good sugar rush. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think it was quite a while until someone figured out that's what I was doing. Someone right. being like my mom. The, the, the bank teller rat you out, or did she quit? Probably. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just saw Eric. He is growing up so fast. Why <laughs> Why did you see him? He, you don't work normally. Oh, he comes in every morning. Right. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Well, it just sold me out. Yep, nice. Seventy-five cents in interest. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, this is this has been a fun walk down memory lane on trips yeah. then versus trips now. Uh, I think it's all still complex, all still different things to do. Just more technology involved, and I don't know. For some reason, because of that, I think there's more pressure we put on ourselves because GPS tells us this is how long it's going to take. Right. We know that. I think there's something to be said for just knowing you start here and you need to end up here and eventually you will get there. I think that seems, you know, that seems like a nice way to have to just worry about things, not knowing that, all right, I have eight hours and 10 minutes left. Cause that's what yeah. Waze tells me. And then when it dings right. and tells you I have eight hours and 20 minutes, having yeah. a mini heart attack of if you have enough snacks or whatever to deal with the kids. So now we always built in an hour and a half to two hours into every 
trip that was over six to eight hours long. Yeah. For for lunch, stop at a you know find some place to stop and have lunch, or just to get off the highway for twenty miles to take the scenic route. Yeah. Stretch your legs. Yeah. yeah. No. And you know, you're right. There was there was nobody telling me okay you should have been there twenty minutes ago. You know, yeah. Except for the nav- except for the navigator, but they would never say that. No, right. no we knew better. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. Yep. Yeah. That was built into the trip. Yeah. And it always worked. And on the way back too, even when everybody was tired after vacation, you're coming home. Everybody can't wait. You know, I still told I if it took it was an eight hour trip. I told them it was nine and a half to ten. Right. And we went straight through. They thought I drove really fast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were surprised. Uh, did you uh, did you train the boys to watch out for uh, highway patrol? No. Or did no, they learn had... that on their own? Yeah. <laughs> well, it took him a while. It took me a while to <laughs> learn that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd always I would always try to figure out why are those cars slower up there, and then it'd be like, oh hey, highway patrol. Yep, he's yeah. he's got to be around the corner somewhere. Yeah. And then in my in my again the west if you passed one highway patrolman you're good for at least another 200 300 miles because they had about a 500 mile route that they'd have to cover for one person yeah that was not the case with the east coast road trips (laughs) going through pennsylvania new jersey new york those they're pretty they're pretty prevalent even i mean driving back from boston they are in all the states we went through very very prevalent and they don't hide anymore there is no reason for them to hide anymore they will they will find you no matter what it's a deterrent it, effect. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always laugh that, you know, you'll come over a rise and you'll see two two cruisers sitting in the median, you know, in that cut-through median strip we talked about. Yeah. And everybody's breaking. And I laugh because I'm like, they had you as soon as you were over that hill. Yeah. There is nothing you can do. And they actually... Already, they, they saw you before you saw them. And they're just talking. They're not actually, and, like, trying to catch anyone. They're just saying, hey, this is kind of fun. Yeah, this is yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah. Then they got smart, just start parking the cars there and leave it empty. Yeah, nobody been sitting in it. Nobody's yeah. sitting in it. The decoys. And that's just mean. That's just <laughs> right. that's just downright mean. <laughs> Creative use of low budget. That's what I gotta right. say. But cool. Well, uh, uh, Rob, thank you for joining uh, the crew tonight and for uh, bringing along Grab Bob with a uh, with you. Yes. It yep, was uh, a pleasure, Eric. Thank you. We were very, very lucky to grab you this evening because I know it's getting towards your bedtime. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, really appreciate that, and um, it's been a it's been a pretty nice walk down memory lane. What it had been and and what it is and and how it really hasn't changed too much. It's just now that we're involved in all the planning of it. So uh, I think that's what adds more to the complexity and, and entertaining factor of it. So with that. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us uh, and thank Rob for having Grand Bob join us. It was a fun and exciting uh, addition since we almost thought we weren't going to have an episode work out tonight. Um, <laughs> and so, again, all planned out, folks. We really we had this this worked out for a couple weeks at least. Uh, it, it was on the schedule. We had it on our list. We, we, we had it on the. It was on the <laughs> list. So I hope the Cod Twins are enjoying their uh, their trip and uh, Ebola Joe. May the forces be with you, and chicken soup is on its way. Um, right. And so, again, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Check us out uh, at DisasterDads.com, on the Twitters at DisasterDads, and on Facebook at, Disas- at DisasterDads. Not that, actually, I think we even posted the last two episodes on Twitter or Facebook. So 
I'll work on that to make sure. I'll put them all up at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, again, thank you very much. Uh, Grand Bob, if you wouldn't mind, you can send us out uh, since you're a lovely guest for the evening. Okay. Remember, everybody, we panic so you don't have to. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye, Dad. Bye. <laughs>